Yeah. In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the January 8th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Sybil Edmonds, the former FBI translator. Say that again, Sybil Edmonds? Sybil Edmonds. Yes. Sybil Edmonds. Yeah. The former FBI translator who had been under a Bush administration gag order for the past five years? Yes. You know about her? Yes. Not able to disclose declassified information. Not even allowed to talk about it. Yeah, declassified pretty- information. She has a court order to c- prevent her from talking about things that are in the public record. Yeah. They're in the public record, but they're secret. But they're secret <laughs> as far as she's concerned. Uh, and uh, you remember her. We-, we spoke with her... Twice. I think... On May 4th, 2004, as I recall. Okay. And then afterwards, we spoke with her with Daniel Ellsberg. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's totally Grouping that one day and yeah. spoke with both of them at the same time. She uh, had worked for the FBI just after 9-11 and uh, over, well, she was listening to tapes, wire, however they She was the hired by the yeah, FBI. To, to wiretaps. Right. And to translate them. Because she speaks Farsi. Uh-huh. And she... Over the course of her time and at, in this special office of the uh-huh. FBI, listened to a lot of transcripts or listened to a lot of tape recordings prior to the attack on 9-11 and thought that there was, according to her, there was plenty of evidence to suggest that there was going to be an attack and was uncover- in the process of uncovering a what appeared to be an uh, infiltration on the part of Turkish agents, agents of Turkey, into the FBI. And things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I stepped all over your well, story. No, yeah. no, not at all. The uh, apparently though, what she's starting to come out with now is uh, those recordings revealed a uh, maze of nuclear black market espionage involving the U.S. Defense and State Department officials that resulted in the sale and propagation of nuclear secrets to Turkish and Israeli interests. Yeah. In turn, that information was then sold to Pakistan was- and used. By A.Q. Khan. A.Q. Khan. Thank you. Who is that guy? A.Q. Khan is the considered to be the, the, what, the father of the Islamic bomb. Yeah. He's the man who, a scientist who was able to put together the material and the technology and the information to help Pakistan create its own bomb and pass along the information to Iran, North Korea, and one other place, which just left my mind. But uh, anyway... Iran, Libya, Libya, North Korea. Yeah. yeah. And from there, those secrets, mm-hmm. that if she was overhearing this information, the wiretap, mm-hmm. she put it together that this was going on, mm-hmm. uh, potentially went to uh, Osama bin Laden just weeks prior to 9-11. Well, there you go. Yeah. And of so. course, given that this is incredibly important information yeah. that could be uh, very helpful to saving us from uh, nuclear annihilation, uh-huh. of course she's not allowed to she, they want to put her in jail, yeah, because of that. Well, that, that's not why. They well, it's not why, jail. but they it, want to they, put they, her in jail because they want to silence her. It, it implicates many people within the in, State Department yeah. and the U.S. Defense Department. Yeah, unfortunately, as best I could tell, you can go to. Um, so she beginning to speak out a little her more. website. She's getting a little yeah. more brazen about 
talking about this. And and although she cannot speak out about it, she has posted photographs there of those go. people on her website. Uh, and she doesn't say specifically what they've done. Just pictures of just them. Just pictures of them. Well, she's but, right up against that line, and I guess the and then other will, websites yeah, yeah. have taken those photos and they've, and they've supplied the names. Excellent. They, Good. you know, they and yeah. <laughs> they're not under any court order to not talk. It's a really important story that you and ninety nine percent of the people out there have no idea about Sabelle Edmonds. Nor did I until I stumbled across her a couple of years ago, and it's an it's a it's an American patriot, heroic American patriot story, as far as I'm concerned. You're an easy sell for I am, I am. heroic American patriots. I am, stories. I think she is. A February 2003 letter released last week by Congresswoman Jane Harmon. Yes. She'd be from California. She'd be from California. A the Democrat. Dis- the discredited former minority leader of the House Intelligence Committee. Sorry. Yes. Revealed that the CIA destroyed videotape showing its agents subjecting high-level al-Qaeda detainees to waterboarding. Yeah. This after the agency's inspector general issued a classified report in the spring of 2004 that concluded the interrogation methods used on the prisoners, and this would be a quote here, Mike, mm-hmm. appeared to constitute cruel, inhumane, and degrading treatment as defined by the International Convention Against Torture. Mm-hmm. Appeared to. <laughs> See, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, what of else qual- is it supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, you know, appeared to. I know. Well, that, that's. I, I'm glad. Uh, I'm certainly glad that Jane Harmon wrote the letter. I'm glad uh, that she put them on notice. But there's a little bit of uh, uh, patting myself on the back in this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because and, and she could have acted back then yeah, a little bit ex- more strongly. Exactly. And and now she comes out with it when well, it's and even the letter itself. And even the it. letter itself said you could. This could. This looks bad. Basically, the letter yeah. said this makes you guys look bad. Uh-huh. When in fact, really, what it should have said is this is. Illegal. It's in violation of the U- uh, U.S. Military yeah. Code of Just or Code this of Conduct. Thing that appears it's in to violation of the Nuremberg cruel, trial, the yeah, yeah, Geneva Conventions, yeah. uh, the Spanish Inquisition, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She just made it sound like you guys might want to watch your ass on this one. We're not going to call this torture, yeah. and I'm not going to call this torture. Yeah. But please, please, yeah, yeah watch just your, be careful. Watch yourself. After completing an initial inquiry. The Justice Department decided to open a full criminal investigation into the destruction of CIA tapes. Yeah. yeah. Attorney General Mew Casey <laughs> appointed a U.S. Attorney General to handle the investigation, which is essentially. A, yeah. What, what is that? Because the, the point being, the administration. Yeah. Uh, White House officials and Justice Department officials were aware of the plan right. to destroy the evidence. Right. So. He appoints someone within that circle to investigate the destruction of that evidence. Who will answer to him. Yeah. Who is who's also, in charge, who's, yeah. who answers to the president, yeah. who this is essentially an investigation of. Yeah, this is a, how you say, circle jerk? It is, yeah. it is, it is a circle jerk, yes. yes. It is, you're, this is really the worst kind of um, CYA. I mean, it's not, even, it's not even done well. And the Republicans are usually pretty good at this, but uh-huh. this, isn't, this is pretty obvious. Yeah. So this guy, McCasey, I want to. I really want to go back. And uh, this is Chuck Schumer's guy. This is the Democrat from New York, the senator from New York, who said, Casey. "Who said, hey, he's okay." Well, and and Feinstein, Feinstein, and well, Schumer, it's not their guy, but they agreed. They they voted. Well, him it's in. Schumer's guy. They, Feinstein they could have put up the opposition. Him. Yeah, yeah. They could have voted this guy down in committee. Never would have gotten out. But then the argument was, well, he'll appoint you know somebody really bad. This guy. Well, what do you? This guy is bad enough. Anyway, yeah. 
What are you saying, man? I don't know. I don't Senator Barack Obama. Yes. And former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, Huckabee. Won the Iowa caucuses. Hillary Clinton's third place finish behind John Edwards was a stunning defeat for her. Yeah, it was a stunning yeah. defeat. I mean, I think she's just been slapped down. Oh, That's she's amazing. Got a major, everybody, major, yeah. everybody goes, she's the one, she's the one. Why are you bothering even going up against her? Yeah. Well, she's she's got, got a lock the, on this. She's got all the money. She's yeah. got all the endorsements. She's got the name ID. She's After everything. today, after she, New Hampshire. She might be through. Yeah. I mean, she, anything can happen. You know, they'll find out that Barack did something terrible or whatever. And it could change. It's not going to look good if she finishes third again, though. No, That's and she's deal. not going to finish third. She'll finish apparently finish second. But I, uh, I she's I, not going to finish third. See, this is the stuff that drives me crazy. She's, she's not going to finish no, third. No, she's not. Well, I'm just telling. I'm saying she's she's going to finish second, which is bad enough. That's, That's the type of stuff that you would rail on about if you heard it on a network. That that pr- somebody would characterize anybody's uh, election as a done deal. She's going to finish second. She's not going to. She's going to. She is now in the running. Yeah. People are going to vote, and we'll find out when I she's going to finish. I do agree with you that you, I, that the handicapping irritates me. Well, you it? just did it. I know I did. Yeah. But but you're saying she could finish third, and I'm just offering my opinion, which is, I said what I said is if she finishes third, that would pretty much oh, well, destroy her. Yeah. It would destroy her. Yes. Yeah. To That's answer all I your said. specific, yes, to your point. But instead, you had point, to pontificate. I am going to pontificate, and I'm going to continue to pontificate because that's what I get the big money and to do. And lake. And that is that John Edwards is still in this thing. Hey, you know, Mike Huckabee finished fourth in total you know, number of votes. I, you know what? That's what I, I think's neat. I he love, finished fourth in total number of votes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Huckabee yeah, did. Yes. Behind. The big story yeah. in, in, in Iowa is that the Democratic turnout just wiped out the Republican uh, prim- uh, primary turnout, which are caucus turnout, they're they're different. The Republicans voted in a primary, the Democrats in a caucus. But the people who turned out, I think it was two or three to one over the Republicans. And this is a state in which the last two or three elections have gone like fifty fifty. Gore, Gore, yeah. Bush. Well, Gore, it's, it's uh, considered. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, yeah. I, they're very conservative, but they also have a very liberal dem- uh, Democrat. I think they sort of polarized sort of party structure there because Harkin is one there and so he's a pretty liberal guy. But um, but anyway, the point is the point is is that the uh, turnout and the turnout apparently in the in the New Hampshire primary will be significantly higher in the Democratic slash primary Democratic independent primary. In one of the largest security operations oh. in years, more than ten thousand Israeli police officers oh, yeah. will secure U.S. President George W. Bush's visit to Jerusalem this week. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand. Uh-huh. It's the largest security operation since the poop visit there. Oh, I'm sorry, the Pope. Oh, the Pope. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. perhaps uh, no, the Triumph Pope. was there. Yeah, we'll Triumph the insult comic dog. No, uh-huh. the Pope was there in two thousand, and um, that they had a large contingent of people. Five Iranian Revolutionary Guard boats harassed and provoked three U.S. Navy ships in international waters. The U.S. military called it a significant confrontation and said that the Iranian boats made threatening moves toward the U.S. ships and in one case came within 200 yards of one of them. The U.S. Navy also received a radio transmission that officials believe came from the Iranian boats. They they believe it came from it. They're not really sure. We got a radio transmission here. 
You know, this is what this is the kind the tra- of. Tra- yeah. Can I say what the yeah, transmission sure, said? Sure. What? I want to do that. I am coming at you. You will explode in a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, see, I hear those voices in my head all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's just, just walking know, down the street. You hear yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, at least like, <laughs> twenty times a day. I'm, uh, I'm hearing that. Oh my god! That, apparently, no, apparently, maybe I transmitted that over. <laughs> What's to, the frequency, uh, Kenneth? Yeah. Um, well, I uh, I'm thinking to myself out loud and also over the radio. Uh-huh. That uh, that there are many elements within Iran, including the Iranian National Guard, the Revolutionary Guard, who would love nothing better than to provoke a fight with the Iran- with the Americans, uh-huh. because it would legitimize their their falling popularity and relevance within Iran. To me, this is one of those crying wolf propositions right here. Yeah, because our administration has lied so many times. Yeah. That you get a piece of information like this, and, and the first thing really that goes sure. into my mind is golf a Tonkin. Yeah. You know, it didn't happen. Yeah. Prefab. Yeah. Prefab. That's a, that's a good point. And not just very quickly, I want to make the point. Vietnam, the pretext for us going into Vietnam, we now know was a lie. Yeah. The golf of Tonkin. And now we have a situation the in the war. The pretext for going into, into Iraq, Iraq, we now know, was a lie. Was a lie. Yeah. It should tell us something about the two most significant fights, battles, wars in the last 40 years, were based on lies. Yeah. So, there you go. These aren't our opinions. No, they're These not are our pretty opinions. pretty much fact. These are facts now, yeah. at least to the degree we want to believe that they're facts. They might not be facts, though. They may not be, hmm. but I think they are. President Bush's senior national security advisors were, were debating whether to expand the authority of the CIA yeah. and the military to conduct far more aggressive covert operations into the tribal areas of Pakistan. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, uh, that's something that o- uh, that o- oh, Oprah, that Obak, 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 Barama. Yeah, Obak. Yeah, so I'm just making things up as I go along. Has has talked about, and I'm sure many of the Republicans too have said the same thing, which is, um, you know, if we if we find actionable intelligence and we feel like we can go after and find uh, Bin Laden in there, we'll go after him. Yeah, and we will attack a sovereign allied country. Which is pretty much the way cool. the United States is operating now. You're an ally. You're a sovereign entity. Well, okay, great. And we still drop bombs on them. You're either with us or we invade you. <laughs> Pakistan President Pervez Musharraf. And I don't agree with that. Said that Benizar Bhutto, the assassinated former prime minister, had defied the government's warnings when she decided to go ahead with a rally in Walapindi, where she was killed two weeks ago. Well, I guess they showed her. But, you know, yeah, I have good news. Yes. Benizar Bhutto is still alive. Oh, my God. Look at that. I have in my hands from the Los Angeles Times, yeah. as of this Sunday, yeah. an interview with uh, Bhutto. Mm-hmm. I am what the terrorists fear most. Apparently not. It says right at the front there. Apparently she, she may want to take... Is Benizar Bhutto America's best hope against Al-Qaeda? Mm-hmm. You turn inside... And and it all it uses how you say that the uh, present, present tense like, all the way through it. Apparently, she she will work with anyone to get back into power. Says her own niece, she's still around. Huh? Well, I, and I got that from the L.A. Times this weekend. Wow, that's 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 good news for uh, uh-huh. for the family. And, and I would suggest anyone go out and yeah. get this Sunday's L.A. Times. And how and, how does something like that happen? Because that well, was you know yeah, not to like, get you too excited here. Yeah. Because yeah. I want I don't want to play the game too much, yeah. but. 
it just shows you what crap the L.A. Times produces anymore. Yeah. That they would put Parade Magazine, and because they printed up, I'm sure they printed this up before the assassination. Well, I assume they did, yeah. 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 <laughs> I would only hope so. Yeah. Or it was probably getting close to the press, and, and the guy said, hey, uh, what the who wants the extra expense of getting the news it may have to come be down timely? To, it may have come down to either we print this up or we don't, you don't get Parade Magazine. This, this right here is the death of American newspapers. That that right there? Yeah, right uh, here. Oh, I thought it, you were going to tell me it was the Parade Magazine curse, that anyone who appears on the no, cover not like of Sports, Parade, Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. No, no, this, this, this is like a this season ending magazine sen- here, season ending inside the LA Times, to, which is our news source, yeah, appears the, a week and a half after the assassination right. and is written with no, there's not even a little sticker on here no, that says, a yeah, yeah. you know, little, little star, you know one of those little stars yeah, right, that they put on? Yeah, a little you know, asterisk that says, We're yeah. printing this because this yeah. is, we, because, we thought this was important as is, please right, note. Right. Yeah. Not, not that anyone's no, going to read no, it. There's no, yeah. there's no sense of postmodern irony about it either. No. And the people that read Parade, they might not have heard the news about Bucco being very assassinated. True. These are the people who, who collect porcelain dolls. Uh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. And, and they, they like that. They love to know what Natalie Portman is doing. Those are the people that love to know. You ask yeah. readers to vote for the funniest man on TV. Yeah. What see, were the results? Yeah. See, that's Parade Magazine. Uh huh. Porcelain dolls. William oh, Shatner. And, yeah. Yeah. William Shatner. Alec news Baldwin. About, yeah. News about Natalie Portman and William Steve Shatner. Steve Carell. Steve, well, I love Jason Steve Carell. I love Steve Carell. Tell me more. And somehow, right, Benazar Bhutto right. makes it yeah. into the funniest we, we man have, on TV. Yeah, there you go. But he is... <laughs> I right. don't know. How the, in Kenya, yeah. more than 250,000 people have been displaced, and at least 500,000 are in need of assistance in every pocket of the country. More than 486 people have died in clashes triggered by the disputed re-election of President Mwai Kabaki. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Rayla Odinga, the beaten presidential candidate, rejected... They, they, this is a press release. They they put beaten as a word. The defeated. I would think defeated would be <laughs> better. Would, wait, in the context of some of the politics in yeah, Africa, in you might yeah. want to say defeated and not yeah. beaten because that might be a literal translation. Anyway, Odinga, the defeated presidential candidate, rejected Kaipaki's order to form a government of national unity. Gotcha. And the U.S. and the U.K. are saying, please form a government of national unity. Yeah, for and the, yet they say no. Yeah, Kenya is 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 considered one of the de- the paragons of democracy, or at least yeah. he's considered one in of Africa. the most highly evolved democracies in Africa, and yet. A two-year probe and into yet. the killings of 24 civilians in the Iraqi town of Haditha yes. has ended with no murder charges for any of the Marines involved. Two Marines and two Marine officers will be charged with manslaughter and failing to properly investigate the prime crime. The Haditha massacre came to light. This is an absolute travesty of yeah. justice. Into really. light after U.S. officials falsely claimed 15 civilians were killed by a roadside bomb. Right. Uh, an absolute travesty. travesty. This, this is a black... I mean, it, you know, this stuff, we hear it and it kind of rolls through the mind and out the other out the other end. But uh, At the it, other end. Yeah. Yeah. It rolls through the mind and, and out, then the, out other the other end. And then out the other end. I meant it that way. And, and for us, as Americans. Is but the way it, things work? But in, but in Iraq and in the Middle East, these things resonate... They they stay with this is this is something that will stay with the Iraqis and and the people who care about these things mm-hmm. for a long long time. That is a absolute travesty of justice. A House those resolution. I slaughtered those people to impeach U, impeach U.S. President Vice President Dick Cheney 
That would be Dennis Kucinich's yeah. House resolution was yeah. gathering more support. Good. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Let's. I mean, it's good, and I'd love on record to they they were to go on record and vote impeachment, but they're not going to get any hearings done before summer, and they're not going to do them in the summer when the midst of a presidential cam- campaign. So, I love it that they're moving forward with it, and it should be on the table. But you know, thanks, but no thanks. This should have been two years ago. The Bush administration was imposing restrictions on the ability of states to expand eligibility for Medicaid in an effort to prevent them from offering coverage to families of modest incomes who the administration argues may have access to private health and health insurance. So they're going to cut Medicaid, essentially, yeah. in case you're wondering. Yeah. A new report by Privacy International and the Electronic Privacy Information Center has ranked the United States in the worst possible category for privacy protections. Yeah, the worst. Worst. I know. The United States is listed along with nations including China, Russia, Singapore, and Malaysia as having an endemic surveillance society. According to the authors of the report, the United States is the worst ranking country in the democratic world. Last night I had <laughs> I last night I had dinner with uh, my good friends from uh, Dwight and Leah Smith of the Catholic Worker, and they told me that uh, their house, not just their house, certainly all over the city of Santa Ana, there's cameras. Their house is specifically the uh, camera. Uh, they have a camera on their uh, trained on their house. That's to protect them. Yeah, I mean these are this is they run a homeless shelter. Well, that's why. I uh, mean, you you understand this isn't. For for our listeners, they should understand that uh, this is a place where. But they're also involved in the, a lot of political activity. There's yeah. a lot of political activity. Yeah, That's so much as it I think used it's more to be about money. Yeah, but it, they. But I mean, I, I just it yeah. when they told me, I you, you know, they Santa, know you're there. Santa Ana is one of the most. Uh, if you want to talk about a police state, then you talk about Santa Ana <sighs> sometime. In Sudan, a U.S. diplomat and his driver were shot to death. A 33-year-old diplomat, John Granville, worked for the U.S. Agency for International Development. Mm -hmm. California sued the Federal Environmental Protection Agency for blocking its new rules limiting greenhouse gas emissions from automobiles. That would be California and 16 other states are trying to impose a 30% cut in dioxide emissions by 2016. And like that. Mm -hmm. Oil. Mike, this is what you should be very excited about. Rose to $100 a barrel. <laughs> Woo! Only about 19 months too late. Yeah, yeah you predicted in that March Hillary of Clinton was going to come in second. And yet, <sighs> oil rose to $100 a barrel 19 months afterward. One man was behind the record rise in oil prices. He was seeking bragging rights and a minute of fame. A single trader bid up the price by buying a modest lot and then sold it immediately at a loss. So it rose up above 100 And he wanted and to be able he, to say he... he I was uh, the one that paid $100, $100 a barrel. barrel. Okay. New York light sweet crude. I didn't know it was sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. That, it climbed to a new high of $100.05 a barrel later that, in the week. That was a great article in uh, Harper's a couple months ago about Iraq. Iraqi crude. Iraqi crude. I want, I want to say, I know you're getting ready to wrap it up. Yeah. I, I watched uh, just. I wanted to see what was going to happen with the Daily Show and the Colbert Report last night. Uh-huh. No writers. What were they going to do? And they basically pretty much bagged on the on the uh, the producers uh-huh. uh, association and all the network producers. Yeah, because yeah. they were forced back on the air contractually. That's why they went yeah. back on the air. Okay. It was just it was just interesting, and and was I was glad to see the way that they handled it. They basically said we don't know what the, we don't know what we're going to say here. This is 
is not our really not our decision to be here. And I thought Colbert handled it real well. I thought he was very very funny and made his point very well. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you want to check it out tonight, but I, I thought it was great. I'm just you can edit this out, but uh, I just uh, I thought it was a, it was a, just making a comment. Film at eleven. Yeah. And finally, yes, David Huckabee, the son of Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee, mm-hmm. was arrested at Little Rock National Airport trying to board a plane with a loaded concealed handgun. (laughs) (laughs) Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.